Welcome back to There is Hope. Miss Susan here. And before we get started, just go take a minute and grab you a cup of coffee or a glass of iced tea. And even you might want to grab you a cheer wine because it's a Carolina thing, which is my favorite drink. Well, let me say this, cheer wine and sun drop. But now the cheer wine is not wine. It is a soft drink. And it is the best if you get it in a glass bottle. Enjoy because there's nothing any better. The other night I was in the kitchen and I buy them in the glass bottle, 24 in a case. And I try so hard to be good. <laughs> so I, they're only 12 ounces. And I guzzled the thing down. And about 15 minutes later, I went back to the refrigerator and grabbed another one and set it on the bar and thought, okay, hold on a minute. Am I going to be good? Yes, I'm going to be good. All right, so I go put it back in the refrigerator and get me a glass of ice water. So <laughs> some of you may want to just grab you some ice water. <laughs> However you want to do it, just relax and enjoy some time together around God's Word with me. And I am so excited about today's verse. Uh, it's in, let me pull my Bible out here. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and I'm going to read verse 19 and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not of your own? And verse 20 says, For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now, I want to give you a story that happened to me. I am a fixer. As a matter of fact, I have a three-point outline about myself that I got about 12 years ago. And it starts out, fear, fret, and fix. What happens is Miss Susan gets fearful. Then I go into fretting, which is another word for worry. And then once that gets into uh, that step, it, you know, gets completed, then I'm into fix-it mode. And I think a lot of, of us ladies are that way. We want to fix everybody. We want to fix everybody's problems. If our children have problems, if our grandchildren have problems, if our best friend has a problem, we, want, we just seem to want to fix it and make everybody happy, make everything okay. I had gotten a F-250 truck. I had bought it because my son was being driven around in it, and it had me concerned about his well-being because I knew it was falling apart and it was a dangerous vehicle for him to be in. So I said, huh, best thing I can do is let's trade for that truck, and I'll give him a better truck, and then I'll take the F-250, and I'll sell it. So I got the F-250 start fixing it up, cleaning it up. I mean, I just really put my heart into this truck, took it and had things fixed on it so that it would be a safe vehicle that I would feel comfortable selling to somebody and, you know, just try to get my money back out of it. So I'm spending hours and money getting this truck ready to be sold. And finally, I get a buyer, and they're like, we want to come see it as soon as possible. And I said, okay. And so I'm knowing they're coming, and I'm still working diligently on this truck, 
getting it ready for them to, to be happy with it and possibly buy it from him. So then he shows up. His wife's in the car. He is so excited about this truck. And he's immediately sold, and he's all excited, and, you know, he's ready to get back to North Carolina. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I want to I want to tell you what I've done and what, what I think is you really ought to do with it. And just go, giving him this big spiel about, you know, all that I think he ought to do with this truck he just bought. And I can tell that it's going in one ear and out the other, and I am really wasting his time. <laughs> and finally, I it registered. Susan, you need to just hush and let the man and his wife leave. So I thanked him, and he and her, they drove off. And as I'm standing there, uh, it hit me that I was talking way too much. So I was quietly thinking about all that I was saying, and I got tickled at myself. But then I had a visitor show up, and it was the sweet Holy Spirit. And he starts talking to me. And he said, Susan, when that man gave you that money, that truck no longer belonged to you. It wasn't yours. And he didn't care to hear anything that you had to say because it belonged to him, and he's going to do what he wants to with it. I said, okay, Lord, you know, what do you want? What are you trying to say? He said, just like you, I bought you with my blood, and it was a big price to pay for you. And now you're not your own. You've been bought with a price, the blood of Jesus. So when you go saying you're going to do this and you're going to go do that, and I decide, no, I own her, and I'm going to let this happen, and I'm going to let her go through this, and I'm going to let her experience that, and then you get aggravated with me, don't forget you've been bought. I own you now. And I said, oh, Lord, I am so sorry. It just, it, I can't believe that it took selling an old truck for the Lord to show me that he bought me. And it was with his blood. And don't ever forget, ladies, nothing ever, ever touches our life that he doesn't first allow to go through his hands. He gives permission for that to happen. Remember old Job? It was Satan that had to go to God and say, let's, talk, let's have this conversation about Job. Because God never let anything happen to Job that wasn't first approved by him. Satan could do nothing with Job until God gave the green light. Now, you got to remember, there was so much that happened to Job, and he didn't have the scriptures to lean on like we do. He didn't know he was on the world stage that day. For all of the world to read about for years and years and years to come. And God did such a work. And in a later podcast, I'm going to be going into Job and talking about all that God did with Job and the, and the final results of that. 
And that goes back to the There Is Hope podcast. It, what this is, the, the main goal of this podcast is to give you hope in the situation that you may be in right now. And it could be a terribly dark situation that you see no hope. You may be, again, where that scripture says, hope deferreth, make it the heart sick. You may be in such a dark place in your, um, in your life that you've lost all hope. And that's what hope deferred means, hopeless. But let me tell you, that is a lie straight from the pit of hell. The devil wants you to believe that you are in a hopeless situation because it will cause you to do things that you wouldn't normally do and think things you wouldn't normally think. My mother is one of the most amazing women. She'll be 92 in August. She is probably one of the strongest women I know. She buried her son, which was my brother Randy, when he died at seven and they buried him on his eighth birthday. It was a really, really sad situation. I've never had to bury a child, so I can't comprehend that. I can't relate to that. But they, I was told by my Aunt Thelma that my mama skipped and skipped everywhere she went. Very happy personality, but a lot of my mom got buried in, in that grave with Randy. And so I lived, I was four years old when Randy died, so I lived with a mother that battled depression and has battled depression all her, the rest of her days. And that's all I remember about my mom. But the death of Randy put her in a life to where she battled. And she told me something a couple of years ago I never forgot. She said, Susan, some days I wake up and that depression conquers me. And I have to accept that that's the day that I am conquered with, with my depression. But I tell myself it's just today. It's a new day tomorrow. And it won't be this way tomorrow. And it gave her hope. So if that helps you, it helped me. Because there's days, situations come in our life, and it overwhelms us. And we're like, really, really beat down with what we're having to deal with. But just remind yourself, it's just today. It might have got you today, but tomorrow's a new day. And he gives us a new day every single morning when we wake up. And that is a blessing. That is a gift from God. And we can, and, and again, my mom's a strong lady, but she has buried since another son. She's buried her husband. And she's still living by that. And I'm thankful that she has been a light in my life, even though I've seen her battle so hard. She's been there. She didn't quit on me. She didn't take her life. She didn't go into a deep, dark hole and never come out for her kids and her grandkids. She's, she's just an amazing lady. And I heard one mother tell me that the devil told her because she was battling such depression from a traumatic event that happened in her life that her kids were better off without her. 
And I said, you know that's a lie from the devil. She said, I do now. But for a long time, I didn't. So remember, there's going to be voices talking to you, but you've been bought with the price of his precious blood. And he's going to take care of us because we're his children. So we got to remind ourselves how we look at our children, how even though they mess up, we still love them unconditionally, even though sometimes we don't like them. <laughs> Let's just get honest. We always love them. And that's the way our Heavenly Father is with us. He loves us unconditionally. So always remember, you're bought with that price. He may choose for you to go through a really tough time, but don't forget, He sees everything from a different view. He sees it from an eternal view. He sees the end of it. We can't because we're human. So that's where we trust. We trust the God of all creation. And He's a good God, and He will never do us wrong. No good thing will He withhold from them which walk uprightly. He's just a giver, and love gives. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And so when you love, you give. And when God gives us suffering times, it's, it is for our good and His glory. And we may not understand it till we see Him face to face, but that's okay because we trust Him. So I hope that is a blessing to you today. I know it helped me. I never thought just an old raggedy old F-150 or 250, an F-250, that God would use that to teach me and remind me that I'm bought and that He controls my life. But hey, I trust Him with my life. Check us out on Facebook. I'll be doing some live videos, sometimes just out walking in my yard, sometimes sitting at the piano here in my house. Anything that I just feel led to do that can encourage somebody that day. Look forward to getting back with you next time.